Hi everyone, this is Bittupan here. Welcome to Mindful Talks, where I invite guests from various fields like health and wellness, spirituality and personal development to talk about their knowledge and their experiences in their field. Today I am with Mr. Vivek Atray, who is a motivational speaker, an author, a mentor and an ex-IS officer. He worked as an Indian civil servant for 25 years, but in 2017, he took voluntary retirement to pursue his passion in writing and speaking. He has spoken at various big platforms, including platforms like TED Talks, where he has spoken eight times and five times at Joe's Talks. I'm Vivek Atre, and I'm going to speak about life and its real goals. I'm going to talk about human creativity versus artificial intelligence. His talks and speeches are available all over the internet and his videos on YouTube have been watched 3 million times. He has written 3 books till now and his most recent book is called Finding Success Within which is about 52 life skills. This book has topics as diverse as presentation skills and networking skills that a professional needs. It also focuses on life skills and personal matters like maintaining relationships and parenting skills as well as the need of spiritual practices. He is also an author of a fortnightly column called Random Forage which is published in the Hindustan Times. During his tenure as an IS officer, he undertook multiple reforms in the areas of digital governance, investment promotion, education, tourism and sports management. He was directly involved with the development of the Chandigarh IT Park as IT Director. As Deputy Commissioner of Panchkula, he initiated projects such as Adar Samman. He was advisor for KPMG and PwC on a two-year sabbatical from government. He also initiated the award-winning e-sampark project. As a director of tourism, he helped to place Chandigarh on the tourism map. He was quoted by the New York Times and the Observer of UK during this period. He is the founder of Subichar Think Tank. He is a visiting professor at Shulini University and a member of the CSR Advisory Board of Action Aid. He is also a founder of the vibrant networking forum Chandigarh Literary Society and co-convener of Intach Chandigarh. He is a member of the government's advisory council for Chandigarh. He organizes the annual All India JP Atre cricket tournament since 1992. He himself was an under-19 cricketer at the national level. He graduated as an electronics engineer from NIT Kurukshetra and spent most of his time in Delhi, London and Chandigarh. So a person who has so vast experiences in various fields has definitely a lot of wisdom to share. I am excited to talk to him. Let's get started. Hello, sir. Thank you so much for joining. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Vituman. How are you, sir? I'm very well. It's nice to meet you here and uh, very good to know about your enthusiasm and uh, that you are doing very creative things. So I'm also someone you, who encourages creativity. I'm happy to meet you. Thank you so much. So let's get dive into it, sir. Uh, I want to know about because there are a lot of things to discuss, but health and fitness is where you know I have interest in and I also work on that. I want to know about your fitness schedule. I mean, what do you do to take care of your health? Very good question to start off. And uh, <laughs> I am very happy to answer this because I was a cricketer at the under 19 level when I was uh, playing in school days. So I was a sportsman. Mm -hmm. I stopped playing seriously after about 24, 25 years because I became an officer of the government mm -hmm. and I got busy. So uh, I have maintained my fitness uh, by remaining active. I've been playing some game or the other. I played tennis for quite a few years. I play cricket whenever I can. And uh, but most days I go for a brisk walk. 
and uh, even more than that i do yoga which is part of our meditation uh, routine also i follow yogoda satsang society mm. so that is paramansa yogananda right. author of the autobiography of a yogi yes, so yes. he talks of mental physical and spiritual fitness and this book is very famous as you know world famous i sir i i actually i am reading it for the you second time <laughs> yes yes i am reading it for the second time now actually i have read it once before i am also reading it continuously it's my bible i read it every day mm. i have read it about 6 7 times now oh, it's nice. a wonderful uh, life changing book so yeah. his uh, teachings uh, comprise of physical energization exercises based on hatha yoga mm. and then uh, mental uh, relaxation and then meditation which is spiritual uh, so i we, that is how i keep fit by following all these things nice nice and uh, you i have in your videos i have listened that you know you also talk a lot about emotional intelligence uh, for the viewers first of all so explain what exactly is emotional intelligence those who are hearing for the first time yes yes and then let us know something. how to develop yeah 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 i will i have become something of an expert on emotional intelligence mm-hmm. even though i am an engineer Mm-hmm. and i have not done psychology anything like that but because mm-hmm. of my experience and dealing with different kinds of people so my definition of emotional intelligence is the ability to handle people and situations in a calm and balanced manner mm-hmm. what do i mean i mean that when we are living in a silo or we are alone we don't really need emotional intelligence at that time because i am with the computer nobody is there i can be speaking loudly i can be saying any rubbish or any nice thing or good thing whatever it is but when i am in the company of others i have to in control of my emotions of my language of my conduct i live in a society so i have to be dressed in a particular way i have to act in a certain way i have to be dignified graceful whatever it is if there are ladies around i have to be accordingly i have to be tailoring my language i cannot be talking like i speak to my college friends i i may be using swear words as a boy but here i have to be very careful and uh, calm then when stress comes pressure situations come then i am tested i if i am provoked by something that somebody says my emotional intelligence is low but if i am careful i am i consider my response before replying i am uh, aware of what language to speak what manner to speak how uh, how much emphasis to give and how to also not allow my anger and emotions to get the better of me that is emotional intelligence having empathy for others is also emotional intelligence a part of it so if i am aware of others welfare their discomfort or comfort that how this person how can i make this person feel comfortable in my company and let's say you are junior to me Mm-hmm. now if i start behaving in a pompous manner arrogant manner let's go quickly let's do this let's do that now i don't have time then i lack emotional intelligence mm-hmm. if i make you feel comfortable then you will bring out the best of me in this interview so uh, my emotional intelligence is superior than it would have been had i been somebody in a you know angry kind of or restless kind of mm-hmm. so calmness is also part of it self awareness is also part of it all these things comprise emotional comprise emotional intelligence self awareness sir what do you mean by self awareness for somebody who does not know what is the meaning of that very good very good point very good point i have a tedx talk on emotional intelligence also hmm. so i have eight tedx talks one of them is this 
So in emotional intelligence, I talk about the fact, and Daniel Goleman is actually the guru of emotional intelligence. He has written these points. Self-awareness is basically understanding your own pressure points, mm -hmm. your own plus points and your own minus points. Mm -hmm. So if I'm aware that I'm a good speaker, I am a dynamic person, I, I understand other people well, that is also important for me to understand myself. I should also be able to understand my weaknesses. Sometimes I, I as Vivek, I am sometimes a little impatient that, you know, why, why now let's go, let's do this now, let's go ahead. A little restless at times. That I should understand. That is my self-awareness. Second, earlier times when I was, I am a Scorpio by birth, earlier times I used to lose my temper at times, a little more. Mm -hmm. Now I don't because of meditation and all. Mm -hmm. So if I lose my temper, let's say once a day, although it lasts only for two minutes, I should be aware of this. That these are the things which will make me angry. So tomorrow, I should be able to improve by not allowing that same thing to provoke me. Supposing somebody leaves my table dirty, or whenever he, I'm an officer, he brings a glass of water, there is always some specks or some dust or something around. So I lose my temper every day. That means my emotional intelligence is lacking. Mm -hmm. I have to instruct him properly, be firm, and make sure he brings a clean glass of water. But I can't lose my temper at this every day. Mm -hmm. That is self-awareness, being aware of what are your plus points and your minus points. Mm -hmm. So can we, in, in this way, say that I, I do not know if this is this definition which suit, but what I have understood right now is that for emotional intelligence, emotions are our tools. Okay. So emotional intelligence means how well we use our tools. Can we say yeah, 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 this definition be, so, is correct? So, so yes, absolutely. So how well we use them within boundaries. Mm -hmm. So we will not go overboard in any emotion. Mm -hmm. Supposing I am, uh, I suddenly get my result of some course that I did and I've talked mm -hmm. and people are around me. I'm in the market when I get that phone call. Supposing I start jumping and shouting and screaming at the top of my voice mm -hmm. because I'm so happy, people will uh, not know why I'm happy. So I have to contain my, control my emotions there also. Mm -hmm. I cannot start just, you know, uh, maybe a little bit I can, but not overdoing it. And if something bad happens, somebody's angry or I have, supposing even a phone call from somebody who I care about has come and that person is angry with me and I start shouting on the phone in front of others, then I lack that. Mm -hmm. So this is, this is a part of self-awareness. Right. And you also talk about positive thinking. I think in your book, there is a chapter also about positive thinking, right? Uh, my question is that everybody knows that positive thinking is good. We should be positive. But to be practical, it's really difficult uh, when you have a very bad situation going on and it's really difficult. So uh, my question is not how to be positive, but how to develop that uh, self-awareness, you can say, or that ability to be positive in difficult situations. How to develop that? Yeah, I'll just show the cover of my book because that's what we're talking about. So this is Finding Success Within 52 mm -hmm. Life Skills by me. Mm -hmm. And 52 chapters. So simple, it's only two or three chapters, two or three pages per chapter. So in this, as you say, there are a few chapters which talk about your attitude and your way of thinking. And one of them is specifically about the positive thinking part. Mm -hmm. Everybody is a, is a human. Everybody goes through ups and downs. Mm -hmm. Life is not smooth. 
So the saint said that a smooth life is not a successful life. Because if I have a totally smooth life, I am like, uh, sorry to take this example, I, am, I remember Mr. Ambani's son when he was watching cricket matches earlier. He weighed about uh, 150 kgs, right. had an easy life. But now the problem of health was obviously troubling him. Now he's lost weight and he's become fitter. So if I have too easy a life, I'm going to become uh, no good. There's no, no value in that life. So all the obstacles and bumps of life, they actually make me a better person. So in that, I can only do that by remaining positive. Whenever some difficult moment comes, I have to bounce back. My second book, this is my third one. Second one was called Dubeji Bounces Back. It was a rom-com kind of thing. So I basically talk about the ability of a person who has been pushed down by life to bounce back. Now, with one, there are two types of people. One will trip and cry and complain even when there's nothing to cry and complain about it. He will find some fault in everything. He'll say, complain to Klaus, this is bad, this is bad, food is bad, too hot, too cold, too much salt, too less salt. Something will be found by such a person. He has a negative attitude. He's a complainer. He criticizes very freely. Another person who will overlook the minor faults of others, not even talk about them, but when something major is there, he will definitely talk about it. You cannot be perfectly positive all the time. Mm. At times, you have to be constructive. Uh, criticism is also important. Plus, if you are feeling low for a while and you reacted negatively or angrily at something, you don't take uh, five days to come out of that. You come out of it by evening or by morning or by two hours. Or you say sorry to that person also. That means you're a positive person. You're human. You feel the pain. But you don't feel that pain for too long. Physical pain will may last for whatever medical reasons, but mental pain is your in your hand. So even ca cancer patients, I was talking about them in the morning today. I have uh, addressed cancer patients and I have got inspired by their attitude. And many of these cancer patients, there is a friend of mine called Dr. Sachin Gupta who treats them with holistic solutions. And he says that those who think that they will recover, they recover. Because they believe in it. The power of belief. You have also read the book or known about the secret. How mm -hmm. the secret is that whatever we think will come true. Right. So I have so much positivity in my blood that I believe that things will be fine. And between we are in 2020, maybe 100 years from now, humankind will find the power of vibrations and thought, mm -hmm. which actually make things happen. Right. We might think it's all mumbo-jumbo, hocus-pocus right now. Mm -hmm. But when we talk about it, then maybe if I think of someone with great strength and positivity that this person will heal or this person will get well, this person will be successful, then maybe it, it adds value to that person's life. So I believe just totally, you don't need to be hopelessly optimistic. There's a difference. Mm -hmm. I wrote an article, the difference between... Um, pessimists and realists so you have to be a realist. realist so during the pandemic also there are people who will say that this will last for 10 years this will last for five years mm. so that is something which doesn't need to be said mm. why are we spreading negative news if i have something negative yesterday last night i read a or saw a video which was a little negative mm. about the world about this i didn't share it with anybody 
I found it to be uh, maybe of maybe realistic, but it was too negative. So whenever something positive is there to be said, I say it. Otherwise, I don't say it. That's it. And sir, you have mentioned about meditation. So I I do not want to ask you. Have you actually got any benefits from meditation? It's obvious, but I want you to tell for a beginner what are the benefits they can expect by doing meditation. Yeah, yeah. How can you they can, start? You can ask me. So you can ask me. Hmm. So I follow YSS, which is Yogoda Satsang, and you can follow any path. Anybody can follow any path which they find is okay. But you have to follow some technique. You think that you'll just sit quietly and uh, think of God and uh, no thoughts will come to you. You are mistaken. Your mind is the most difficult thing to control. What are we controlling in meditation? The mind. mind. Thoughts. Even the body. If I am sitting still in meditation, you can see I'm still. In the beginning, when I started meditating, I would be doing this, I would be maybe doing this, or little this, this. So I, I need to calm my body, my mind, and then my soul qualities come out. The soul is perfect. And in Hindu philosophy, we believe that the soul has come into the body. And we are actually the soul. We have a body. It's not the other way around. So we have to tune in with our soul reality. And if we are meditating, then we will tune in with our soul reality. So that is something which we can do. And I think it's very, very easy for us to start meditating if we follow some techniques. These techniques have to be part of our life. And uh, in my case, I follow Kriya Yoga. Kriya Yoga is basically a path where you, um, you basically uh, bring out the energy inside your body it focuses more on the interior than on the exterior. Mm. So your five senses are quietened and the body is energized from within. The mind is energized and quietened. The breath is quieter and therefore you, you come to a state where you are feeling highly charged. You are concentrating at this point. That is what I do and that is what I've been told to do. So I concentrate here and I just charge my body with those techniques which I can't share here, but I can just mention them. So then after meditation, I will feel that some charger has been applied to my body, mind and soul. Mm -hmm. When I'm sleeping, it's different because I'm resting and relaxing my body and mind, but I'm not charging it that way. Here it's positive energy coming. So I have become calmer, benefit. I have become more balanced. I lose my temper very rarely now. And uh, let me tell you, the goal of life, if, it's the, if the goal of life is to find God, as Paramahansa Yogananda says, then meditation is the only way to find God. Mm. And that is why I meditate. Yeah. Yeah. And sir, you read a lot of books and you, you know, uh, continuously develop your skills and you work on yourself. So I'm sure that, you know, if you look back uh, three years back, about yourself or five years back, you feel that, oh, I was so different at that time. I, I feel the same, you know, I was so different and now I'm so different. So if it was possible for you to go back in time machine and meet yourself when you were 20 years old, what suggestion would you give to yourself or what uh, you know, tips about good life one. would you give to yourself? Good question, good question. You said three, four years back and now you said 20 years old. So. <laughs> I, I hope you don't think I'm 23, 24 years old. <laughs> I, I know your age. <laughs> you know my age, but uh, that's why you asked me the first question, what I, why are you so fit? So, 
The right. thing is that I, if I was again going back and talking to my own self at 20, mm. I would definitely advise myself to relax a little more, right? Relax. Mentally. Mm. Because at 20, one is even today, even more because of social media, because of competition, because of pressure. Mm. Relax a little more because ultimately life is not to be taken that seriously. It is to be taken seriously. You have to work hard. You have to I mean, look after your family, parents, whatever it is. But you're not supposed to uh, drive yourself so hard. In fact, a recent WhatsApp video came and uh, the Harvard experiment also came up. 70 years, they studied the lives of people. Different professors came in to do the study. It concluded after 70 years. Mm. So the research shows that those people who have been a little easygoing, little cheerful, little relaxed, spent more time with family, laughter, bonding, telling stories, you know, playing games, sports. Or well, these are the kind of people who are actually ultimately healthier, happier, spiritually more advanced. Some CEO who is driving himself too hard, doesn't have time for his children. Children grow up very fast. Today, if your children are five, they'll be 15 and 15, they'll be 25. By that time, you they are now they are old enough to go away. So we have to understand that even while we work hard, we have to drive ourselves a little slower and make. So I would tell my 20-year-old self that look forward to a happy life. The goal of life is not a great career. The goal of life is actually inner happiness. It will come with a great career, no doubt. But not necessarily. You have to add family time, recreation entertainment, meditation, you add little joys, laughter, cheerfulness, friends, food, balanced diet, all these things are important. So if I, and you said very rightly, reading good books, I should have read another 100 books than I've read till now in the last 30 years. But I, I wish I can uh, could have read them. Now I'm trying to catch up with a lot of books. So reading more books, spending more time with music, art, these are the things I would have told myself. And uh, of course, work hard, but balance. That's all. Sir, uh, inst instead of reading, what I do is I spend more time listening to podcasts and uh, listening to TED Talks and all, and directly listening to the lectures of the authors. So do you think reading a book and listening to the author's lectures have both equal impact on uh, understanding the author's mind? Or is there a difference? I think both are important. Both are important. In today's era, listening and watching is also a very positive thing. Now, you and I are having a conversation. Mm -hmm. Had we only, had you sent me these questions in writing, mm -hmm. and had I answered them in writing, I'm a writer also, I write books, I write columns. So it would have been okay, written questions and answers, right? You could have published it somewhere. Uh, but the impact would not have been as much as our interview now, video. You are asking me, you are smiling, I am saying something, I am you know, expressing myself, moving my hands. Uh, maybe I am giving some stories, examples. So the video has its own plus points. Audio has its own plus points, no doubt. The voice quality, if I have a good voice, then it will make more of an impact. The reader may not be that focused on what I have written, may find it easier to grasp what I am saying. And then a picture is worth a thousand words, they say. So if I am if my personality inspires people, mm. then I am able to do it even in one minute without writing a thousand words. So uh, I feel that uh, video and audio have their own place. But 
but there is no match to sitting in the garden under a tree or even in a room alone with a book in hand leafing through its pages talking listening or rather reading that those words of the author and that author may have been alive 500 years ago in paramansa yogananda's case he died about 70 uh, 68 years ago so it is basically you know uh, how you connect with that author through the written word is also very important and written words will bring more depth to the subject as you realize if i write about indian economy i can write 500 pages not me but anyone and you can you can uh, getting more into the depth of a topic like a movie and a book you always hear people saying the book was better than the movie right why because it goes into more detail so i agree with you that watching videos and audios is important listening to audios but i think you should also read some books and if you can read even one month uh, one book per month i think that is also good mm, nice so before i ask my last question so do you have any upcoming book coming up yeah, so that's a good one because uh, this one finding success within is out and doing doing very well mm. so firstly the hindi edition of this will come Oh. it has been translated into hindi mm. and i have i am editing it hopefully it will be out in a month for uh, hindi viewers hindi readers and now my next one is uh, basically a novel again it's about somebody who spent a lot of time in public life and uh, it's a novel so it's a little secret i'm thinking about it i'm going to write it mm. but i will not stop writing and my column is called random forays it appears in the hindustan times i write every fortnight mm. lots of these are available online Mm-hmm. and uh, i'm also very much looking forward to traveling again throughout india once the pandemic is uh, allowing me and speaking a lot the motivational speaking i have uh, 3 million views as i said so 30 lakh views on uh, youtube so i hope i reach out more people to more people and make them feel that uh, the, what are the real meaning what is the real meaning of life what really matters in life that is mm-hmm. what i want to write and speak nice So uh, the last thing that I want to ask you is that now since internet is available everywhere and youngsters nowadays have complete access to it, a lot of people are moving towards you know personal development. They have understood that personal development is also important, not just reading some academic books. And such a lot of youngsters actually end up and watching these kind of videos that we are doing right now. So for somebody who is new, newbie, you know, what is your first top three suggestions to them to start off with? Uh, top three suggestions for to start off with their self growth journey. To start off, or top three suggestions to start. Mm. So I think it's very very important to focus on three things. I often talk about three qualities. Mm. And if you're starting your career, firstly make sure that you are working on your creativity, mm. your creative aspect of life. If you are a CA, and if you are an accounts person. you are into numbers and number crunching and you know calculations then also you can be creative with music in your life some sports in your life and in your work also you can be creative to some extent without breaking any norms and rules so work on your creative skills start some hobby and some pastime which is different from your work mm-hmm. and get more into it learn french language learn um, uh, the guitar learn how to play cricket or football which you didn't know earlier go for some coaching golf whatever you can the second part i would like to say is improve your communication and expression as much as you can 
because when you're starting out you really need to become more confident as a speaker as a writer uh, remove all the errors which we make often which are indian errors indians make a lot of errors which are common errors so i have a video which came out on this on my youtube channel so if you watch uh, such things you will uh, and read more books uh, which can improve your communication skills nowadays you can sit in front of a camera and practice your public speaking also record yourself show it to your brother or friend or sister and show see it your for yourself so the second part is communication skills and the third part have your heart in the right place life is not meant to be you know materialistic over materialistic that i am going to become rich i am going to become famous and powerful and i am going to do this and that and the other no make it a part of your life to care for society for others for the elderly for uh, weaker section for poor children so don't be self centered i think if you are not self centered if you are inspired to make an impact in others lives you are starting off on the right track mm. and i have two daughters and luckily for us they are both like that so the, i learned from them Uh, we used to be a little self-centered in our times in school, college, because we were thinking my job, my career. Now they are thinking of society, helping others, poor children, poor people, social sector work, uh, some NGOs. So these kinds of things are also important. Maybe not full time, maybe a little. Mm-hmm. Three things I think are important. Nice. All right. Fine, sir. So thank you so much for joining, and I'm sure viewers will get a lot of wisdom from it. And I hope to connect to you soon. And really thanks a lot sir thank you very much it was very enjoyable and all the best thank you sir